It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard to another Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast. Jeez, what do you think the guys are going to talk about uh, today? Um, I'm going to read uh, this for you before we get uh, yep. started, uh, Brady, just real quick. Uh, this was uh, tweeted out by uh, Jamie Kane, the superintendent of the Port Huron Area School uh, District. Um, I am deeply disappointed with another delay to winter sports. There's no valid reason our kids deserve better. I urge Governor Whitner to work with the uh, MHSAA and school districts to correct this. This is about mental health as much as it is about the sport. Which, I mean, you saw thousands of tweets like that and, and outpouring of support over the weekend. Um, you know, I thought I would enjoy it. I was able to kind of relax you know there was it was it was championship sunday in the nfl you had the high school uh championships that were going on saturday you thought you had you know a little time to relax and then you see news that new york's gonna return to play and all these other states that have kind of been mirrored in michigan with the policies throughout the throughout the coronavirus and yet Michigan has nothing. And in fact, the Department of Health and Human Services, they're the, um, the, the head of the department resigns after the announcement on Friday and then doubles down in a statement. We'll talk about it. I will yell some more. It, it's, it's just bordering on... Yeah, let's just get to it because I don't want this intro. There are 50 states in America. 46 of them are playing winter sports. Um, California and Oregon are planning to start at the end of the month uh, in February. Only Michigan and only Hawaii are in the situation that we're in right now. Just to throw those numbers out at you, too. All right, we'll, we'll get more into it in just a moment. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows. With low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes, they can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. 
Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're on the Tri-County Equipment Podcast with uh, Dennis and Brady here on GetStuckOnSports.com. And, uh, okay, uh, I'm just going to randomly start here. And yeah, because there's I a lot a of feeling ways. that you're going to go... There's a lot of ways we can go and start with it. So wherever you want to start, go ahead. Okay. So um, there have been uh, 595 million cases of COVID in the state of Michigan. There have been 15,170 deaths. August and September were the the numbers that well, the, do you want me to read they, the they gave the MDHHS statement just yeah. to preface this a little bit? Okay. So. This, the Department of Health and Human Services came out and almost doubled down on their decision and just said, no, we're right. Um, it's a little long, so stick with me, but I just I want to get this out there for context so you know what the response is to the overwhelming, overwhelming backlash that was given to the uh, delay of another high school sports season. Um, We are pleased to continue incrementally reopening the economy with the recent MDHHS order. Counties around the country have faced outbreaks of COVID-19 associated with sports teams. In Michigan, there were 42 outbreaks associated with athletics, but this is what then they put in parentheses. K-12 schools, professional, collegiate, and commercial venues. Remember that. We'll go back to that. In August and September of 2020, before restrictions on contact sports were implemented. The, the, the implementation was put in November, by the way, the first pause. And MDHHS and local health departments are still identifying outbreaks on teams that are currently playing, which now is none, so good job. Um, outbreaks of this magnitude have the potential to not affect just a sports team, but the community in which the players and coaches reside as well. Sports that require frequent closeness between players make it difficult to prevent disease transmission compared to sports where players are not as close to each other. The risk of COVID-19 transmission is increased by the number of individuals a player physically interacts with, as well as the intensity and duration of the interaction. The arrival of the new B1117 variant, the, the different strain of Corona, the, the UK one, um, also means that even more caution must be taken to avoid the rapid rise in cases, hospitalizations, and deaths that other countries have seen the variant have experienced. Even with mitigation measures in place, such as wearing of masks, disease transmission cannot disease transmissions cannot be completely prevented when players are in prolonged and intense contact. Contact sports include the following: football, basketball, rugby, field hockey, soccer, lacrosse, wrestling, boxing. Uh, futsal and martial arts with opponents these risks are even greater for indoor contact sports where there's not natural ventilation to mitigate the close proximity of participants teams that can implement robust public health measures may be able to decrease risk but risk remains elevated we will continue to carefully watch the data to assess what activities can be permitted we are also laser focused on achieving our goal of vaccinating at least 70 percent of michiganders age 16 and up as quickly as possible so we can end the pandemic and get back to a sense of normalcy so let's start let's just go through it from the top the first thing that is just wildly irresponsible is saying well there's 42 outbreaks associated with athletics but then you include 
professional collegiate and commercial venues. Yes. Not saying that they were high school. I I want to know the number of things uh, involving high school. High school athletics is what you have delayed. The, yes. The pros get to play, and they don't wear masks. Right. The collegiates get to play. They don't wear masks. And I, then the, the commercial venues, they're playing, and they're not wearing masks. Um, I, I want to know specifically of those 42 cases back four months ago, uh, how many of them involved high school? Because when you gave tests... In the bubble, the number of cases moved up to ninety nine point eight. Of I it mean, got better. So I'm just I'm a little like that. That just seems flimsy. Okay, it seems, you're moving give, the goalposts. Give me a give me number one. Give me a more specific number as to why you're stopping high school sports from being played, and give me a more recent number. What about October, November, yes. December, and, and January? Okay, so you uh, mentioned yes, like you August said, and September. September. When did high school pro in college? When did high school football start? It started in September, mid September, mid September. So what the hell does August have to do with anything? What? Explain that to me. You delayed it, and you're saying August and September are the reason why we're delayed in February. You have a pilot testing program going on the last three weeks. Use the most recent data. Yeah, it, it, you're you're going back to August and September before restrictions were implemented. The restrictions were I don't know what restrictions you're talking about. If you're talking about the pause, that was in November. If you're talking about September, well, actually, in September you added football to the mix. Probably the most contacty sport out of all of them. And there was no link to the high school sports. Okay, there was 42 outbreaks. Again, what's your? De- I don't know what their definition of an outbreak is. I don't know what that means. Does that mean it spread to five people? Does that mean it was linked to a thousand cases? What does? Or an was outbreak- it 42 cases? Right. Are we talking about individual cases or, yeah, like you said, did these 42 cases, what's a number? Give me a number. Satisfy my desire to learn about this. Again, if you give me number, Brady, I'm all about the safety. I don't want kids getting sick. I don't want high school kids to die because of the coronavirus. But I want to know what these numbers are. And, and I want to understand, if you can give me your reasons for shutting it down, then I'll stop my bitching. Right. But you're not. This seems grotesquely political to me. Um, the, the, again, things that are opening are, are, are things that are going to help the economy, which gets people off the politicians' backs. If, if you open up the, the it, businesses, the business owners stop complaining, and that helps the politician. Here's the Here other- they're looking at it as here's high school sports. It doesn't garner any income to to the state, and who cares about a bunch of kids? Well, I'll tell you what. You should care about a bunch of kids because a lot of these kids will be voters in the next election. Yeah, everyone in, in the high school right now, by the time the next gubernatorial race is, You'll have, they'll all be voters. And here's the other thing that bothers me. Um, teams, when they said teams that inc- can implement robust public health measures may be able to decrease risk, but risk remains elevated. Okay. Have we ever said it will eliminate risks? Has that ever been something? Is there an understanding that, yes, there is a risk? So, okay. I understand. Risk remains elevated if you go out to a restaurant. Risk remains elevated if you go to a casino. Risk remains elevated unless you lock yourself in your basement. Right. So why are you punishing these kids? That's And we can get into more because I want to try to stay somewhat on time and not go on on rants for too long. (laughs) But, I mean, again, August August and September in 2020. Okay, that's not your most recent data. I don't care. There have been many months since then. Now, if that was the statement in November, 
okay, I can live with that. But so, the, and the, the, and the and 42 was, outbreaks, when you say professional, collegiate, and commercial, I don't care. I don't care. And, and give me a number that I c- can work with because the current number, 595 million, and you're telling me 42 cases out of that deal with athletics and not 42. even just high school, but all athletics. Right. And guess what? Those other athletics, the one, the, the Michigan States, the Michigans, the directional schools, even some of the lower D2 schools, they're traveling all over the state. They're traveling, they're traveling out, of state. out of the state. The Pistons, the Red Wings. The Tigers, when they were playing, they're traveling all over the country. They're going to be everywhere. Oh, but Marysville can't travel down to Marine City to play a basketball game. Apparently not. Like, I understand they have testing. But don't say, oh, they're saying, well, we want A. And then you go, well, if you combine A, B, C, and D, then... You get all these numbers. I don't care about B, C, and D. No, what does A cost? My, my, yeah, if you're going to make a stance, then then make a stance and tell the Pistons and the Red Wings and the colleges you can't play. You're part. Well, of I this. know you're Michigan, part of this number. You can't. Do Michigan, this. Michigan's basketball team got delayed by like two weeks or something because they had, a, 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 I guess, an outbreak. But yeah, but that's not the government that did that. Yeah, that's it was the, actually the Department of Health. Was it? Yes, that shut it down for a week. So. That happened, but okay, they get tested every week. They're traveling all over. They're on a college campus. These ki- and they get an extra year of eligibility. This year just doesn't count for them if they don't want it to, because of how weird it's been. So I mean, this statement is so cowardice. And if you re- if you really want to come out and talk, show your face, say it. Don't don't and, hide and behind a statement. And, and again, don't hide behind a nine thirty press conference. And and give us numbers that are relevant. Give me the high school number. Don't tell me athletics and group everything together, right. uh, but only shut down one of the things that you're putting into that group. Right. Um, and don't give me numbers from four months ago. What's going on right now? Yes. Right now, if only you had a program that tested high school kids in a short time span to see how they did and to see how many people tested positive. Wouldn't that be a good you know, barometer to see where we're at with high school athletics? And if we were lucky, maybe the number would be close to 100%. Maybe something around 99.8 out of mm, 30,000 tests administered. That's just a crazy hypothetical, though. I'm sure if they had that data, they'd be, oh, well, we're safe to go then. <laughs> I like when you get sarcastic. <laughs> All right, uh, we're going we're to take a moment for calm down, and then we'll come back and get charged up uh, again. But, um, yeah, the, the this it, it was weak at, at, at best, this little press release thing that, that they did, and we'll just end the segment on that. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250 7520 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. What passions do you want to pursue next in life? Do you want to be a sculptor, a volunteer, teach your grandkids to fish? Your Ameriprise financial advisor, Dave Betts, can help you plan for the life you want today and well into the future. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Dave Betts at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. Member FINRA and SIPC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady, the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports uh, podcast or, or, or rant cast or whatever you want to call it. We get a little emotional uh, here. Um, but um, it's just, again, it, it's just so flimsy. So flimsy. Yes, and if... if- yeah, and I can be persuaded. Yeah, I can be persuaded if if they can well, give the, me some some factual numbers that high school sports is is a problem in, in this area, and that kids are just getting sick left and right, and this is a dumb well, thing to be doing. Then that I'm fine because well, I don't go back again. And, go back and listen to the podcast we had after the the pause, the very first pause. We went, yeah, it sucks, probably for the best. It sucks for us, but I don't remember yelling and screaming about it. So, I don't know if you saw this again. Here's another graph going around. So, at the first pause on November 15th, there was just about around 6,700 cases per day. That was about the average. And there was zero vaccines distributed at that time. The first extension came three weeks later. The number had gone up and then came back down to about the same at 6,700. Understandable. The numbers have not gotten better. So they, they, they and, ended and up there being, was a spike. There, there was a spike. Yes, there was a spike. And then it came back down. And then, but it still was at about 6,700. Understandable for the first extension. And we were hoping that it wouldn't be extended, but we kind of thought it would be looking at the numbers. Now, now, the second extension came on December 20th. The average about cases per day then was just a smidge over 4,000. Progress. A lot of progress. Although, if you want... But, to, if, but if again, you, we saw yes. it coming because yes. of the holidays, yes. and they wanted. we knew they and wanted you to want restrict people traveling. If and, you want a reference point... Um, in the summer, it was hanging around about 1,000 cases a day. If you want a reference point for when things were going well. The third extension came, numbers were at about 3,000 cases per day. A little over that, so we'll call it 3,250. The fourth extension, a week later, came just a hair above 3,000 cases a day. Now, the fifth extension came. Numbers are plummeting. There is about 2,000 cases a day. And at this point, 
in the state of Michigan, there has been over a million doses of the vaccine given out. And again, if the argument is, well, we're doing this because we're on the downslide and we want to finish this thing off, well, then why isn't everything yeah. shut down? Why is just one specific area shut down while you're opening up other things? Right. You can't tell me it's, again, you can't tell me it's not political. Now, you're opening things. Would we still be upset if restaurants were closed, casinos were closed, bingo halls were closed, all these things were still closed? Maybe, probably, but we'd at least say, hey, they're trying to finish it off. And maybe the conversation would be, maybe we just get this thing done within a month or two and we get the numbers so low instead of, oh, this one thing is still shut down. It makes no sense. Uh, and again, on, on like, what just appears to me to be really flimsy numbers, like I'd really like to know how many of these cases that they cited are actually high school. Mm-hmm. And I'd really like to know, because again, I don't care about August and September. Right. I want to know what what's, it's it's the the end of January. We're, we're, we're going to start February here. And you had a pilot testing program to give yourselves data. Now, like, it'd be one thing if the number was like 87% or something. Which would sound good, but then you're saying one in ten kids, about a little more than that, is testing positive. It ended up over 30,000 tests were er, administered, and you had 99.8% test negative. And there have been other inconsistencies throughout the, the we've pointed out, like uh, high school bowlers can't bowl, but they could go bowl in a, right. a different league. You know, just silly stuff like that throughout this has kind of piled on to the, the frustration of the whole thing. And I'm not going to pull anybody's chain or, or tell me that I'm not slightly biased, too, because, uh, you know, my business is taking a big hit. Right now, right. Um, be, be, because of this, so yeah, uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you and say that I, that I don't have some self interest in oh, it yeah. too. But again, I'm the first one to tell you that if they can tell me definitely that kids are getting sick and dying from COVID because they're playing high school uh, sports, then I'm behind shutting things down. But their numbers. Just aren't backing that up. Okay, let me... So or the numbers that they're giving us just aren't In the middle, this is at halftime of the new Lothrop uh, Traverse City uh, game. Whatever Traverse City school was there. Um, I think it was St. Francis. St. Francis, thank you. So, the MHSA, they talked with Mark Ewell during halftime. 5,376 people were in the pilot testing program. That included football players, volleyball players... Swimming and diving girls, coaches, team personnel, and cheerleaders. Testing began on December 30th for football and a week later for other sports. Do you know there was 28,500 rapid tests administered? Do you know how many total, or excuse me, how many of the 5,376 people that were tested, how many do you think tested positive? No idea. 57. 57. 57 out of 5,376. That seems like a low number to that me. That is 1%. Slightly above 1%. And then those people t- would go on to test negative because the negative rate was 99.8. Out of 28,500 total. Think about that. Five thousand, over five thousand were tested, and you had fifty-seven different individuals test positive. Well, I mean, what, what, what? Do you need that to be zero? Apparently, at this point, apparently, out of five hundred and ninety-five million, almost six hundred million, forty-two cases in athletics. Again, I want to know what they mean by because the the verbiage they use were outbreaks. Does outbreaks just mean kid from school A tested positive? 
kid from school B tested positive. They linked school B to school A. Boom, outbreak. Is that what that means? Or is there a, a criteria they have to hit? Because, again, if you tell me, well, out of those 42 outbreaks, it means we had 10,000 positive tests. Okay, yeah. All right, I'll listen. Now, Michigan State Michigan shouldn't be playing, but that makes more sense. I need to know what an outbreak means. Yeah, uh, and if that's the number, you'd think that they'd want to – Yes. Tell you that that's yes. the number because then that sounds yes. If they, certainly if they more came serious. We've forty two cases. We've linked fifteen thousand cases that originated from high school athletics, or but no, you included collegiate, you included pro. I don't care if anyone on the Pistons test positive. I don't. I I hope they stay safe. I never wish harm on anyone. But for my job and what we're doing, I don't care if Blake Griffin gets a positive test. They're going to lose 80 games anyway. Well, and and here's the thing. Uh, Blake Griffin's in a situation where he's going to get medical treatment. Right. And, they, I, I, again, I understand. He doesn't have can... to worry about health care. He's going to get taken care of. He's right. Blake Griffin. Yeah. And now what you're going to see happen, and I know Mike McAndrews, Cardinal Mooney's coach, was a big proponent of this. You're going to see kids say, F it, I'm going to Indiana and playing. Or, hey, how about we just meet up in a gym and we play? No mask. We'll do what we want. If you let, if you allow this, you can regulate it. You can keep people safe. Now you're letting it become the wild, wild west. Yeah, I I, I agree with that because people will find a way to to do what they got to do. Yeah, and I know people that have been playing basketball in leagues not too far from here in indoor places. And in some of those places, it was like masks were almost discouraged. Yeah, which again, I uh, no, if, I, I know, I, I know, but uh, I know. I'm just saying, like, if, if you're going to do it, do it smart. Right. Though. Don't don't add fuel to the fire by but going and doing saying, it, doing it irresponsibly, point, my point and getting is, sick, and my, then you're just going to in the in the end, it's going to hurt you. Not but help my you. point is. That you can't control what happens in someone's pole barn. You can't control what happens in some random gym in in a, in a town. What you can control is if you let them play and you force everyone to obey the rules, then you have control over it. Hey, remember when we tried to outlaw alcohol in this country? Yeah, people made bathtub gin. Yeah. <laughs> so... Allow it, regulate it, and then you can control it. And don't tell me 42 outbreaks linked to athletics and then list three athletics that I could give two craps about. Yeah, that, that aren't part of the conversation. It's not part of the conversation. Right. Unless you're, you're saying this is evidence that playing basketball spreads the thing. But, again, you, you're padding the numbers to help your argument, you're not telling us the truth about what you've shut down and why you've shut it down. Right. So, don't move the goalposts. How about you get how about you let some people in? Let someone like Mick McCabe go on. Let a Brandon Folsom go in and have a press conference and stand up there and again, if you feel strongly about this, if you're going to type 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 these little letters, yeah. Answer, answer some the questions. questions. A- answer some questions. Stand and, up there. And, and give good answers, and you'll convince people. If you feel vigorously enough in your beliefs, if you believe to your core, and if this you've is got the, right the facts and yes. the science behind you, use it. Tell but, us. But if it's political and you're trying to hide from it, then keep doing what you're doing. Have a press conference right before the biggest event of the year. Have a press conference or put out a little statement that you don't even like put out that that you send to some media and then they put it out. Stand up for it. It just, if you think it's the right decision, go ahead. So now what's what's the, the movement that is going on right now? Because some people are trying to take action, right? So I know that there are... Um, I don't know the specifics, but I know there's a group um, trying to put together a lawsuit um, with uh, it's for let them play uh, to, to get it. And supposedly, I mean, there's 
the only thing I know about this is I've seen some people talk about it, and there's an account called Let Them Play Michigan on Twitter, and they've said they're filing a lawsuit on behalf, and I know that there are superintendents that are signing affidavits saying that they are uh, uh, this is affecting their mental health and that it will it does more harm than good. Um, and supposedly it could be heard or hearing could be heard as early as Tuesday. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know specifics on that. Yeah. But what this situation reminds me of, it reminded me when I was in college. And I, I know people in college right now. When one professor thinks that their class is the only thing that matters. And they'll give you a ton of homework, ton of assignments because they're the only one that matters. It seems like what the Department of Health and Human Services is doing is the only thing that matters is the coronavirus. Well, you still have to worry. It's not the coronavirus task force. It's the Department of Health and Human Services. Part of that is mental health. You want to take a turbulent time for everybody, and you want to take away what is usually the biggest stress relief. I can tell you when I have been stressed out in my life and I've been annoyed and and I just need to get away, I went to a basketball court. I went to a weight room. I, that, that was my stress relief. And you're focusing on one slice of the pie, the coronavirus pie. Granted, it is a big slice. Mental health is a huge slice of that pie too. And you are neglecting that entirely. For what? 42 outbreaks for 0.2%? Okay. If you want to wait till there's a non-zero number, call me in three years. And then we can play when the sixth graders are up. But if you want to do this responsibly, yeah, and to all the athletes out there that are posting out there and trying to get a hold and talking to the government, yes, but I will tell you this right now, when it happens, you got to take it seriously and you got to wear the masks. And if you're saying you're going to play by the rules, play by the rules when it happens. That will be my one forewarning that if you do get the go-ahead, and I have a little bit of confidence that that can happen because I have not seen an outpour like this in a, for something in high school sports ever. Well, um, well, two shows that we recorded with Brandon Folsom that we may never hear Yeah, um, involving um, uh, previews for the boys' and girls' basketball seasons um, that we did last week in the hopes that we could run them this week or next week when we thought we were going to get a basketball season at the time. Um, but he told the, the story about uh, a, a, f- a girls basketball player in, who goes to a school in our area. He didn't give names or whatever and talked about the story about what she does at lunchtime, how mm-hmm. she sits away from her friends and her teammates because she doesn't want to get somebody else sick. She doesn't want to get sick. I mean, the, there's a bit of a commitment when you're in high school and you make the choice to not sit with your friends. Like, that's a big deal. And here's the other thing, and you mentioned it. No one's forcing kids to play sports. If you, if you have an at-risk person in your family, if you feel it's not safe, you don't have to play. You're not forcing these kids to play. Yeah, and parents that are concerned about the, you know, you can make that decision. Right. So... At what point? I again don't want to get too much into the politics here, but at what point does? But it, it seems to me at this point that it has kind of become political. It has. When you see sports states like New York start playing, when you see Illinois start playing, when you're the only state in the in the continental United States that doesn't have a start date for basketball, yeah, that that raises some eyebrows, and. If the government just wants to stomp their foot and say, no, we're right, they can do that. But like you said, Dennis, next time the governor is elected, a lot of these kids will be voting. And, and, uh, and I doubt very seriously that they'll have short memories. I mean, you know, fair or not, usually governors, presidents the, like, are defined by one or two moments. Yeah. 
And like you said, a lot of kids were, were tweeting, which I, I actually I think that's kind of great. Yeah. But again, you want to be. You a, saw it from all you, over you, the state. If you if you, if you could mobilize that and like get build a website and have every student athlete in the state of Michigan put their name on that and every coach and every AD, believe me, somebody in Lansing is going to see that and they're going to make a phone call to somebody at the, the health department and they're going to go, you know, do me a favor here. I want to get reelected. Yeah. Right. Because that's unfortunately how the world works. Yeah. So anyway, I think we're due, but yeah, it's a, uh, hmm. Yeah. It's been, it's <laughs> like been that, that might have been the best statement that you've ever made. Because <laughs> I understood completely what you couldn't say, but we're trying to. <laughs> we'll be back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 for all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. TB Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit TB tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays 830 to 430 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. TP Logos will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast with Dennis and Brady on a grumpy Monday. Uh, what did uh, Mark Ewell have to say about so, all this? So, okay, a Comb Daily article from over the weekend uh, by Drew Ellis. Uh, again, I mean, I've always... Comb Daily's always been a very solid source. Yeah. A little outside our range, but... And Drew Ellis is a a very experienced writer who's been in the Detroit market. Right. Okay, so goes on to talk. This was, I believe, on Friday or Saturday that this was written. Um, Give you exact. uh, January 23rd, so Saturday. 
Um, they're going on. They're, they're saying how frustrated it is. Here's the first quote. And the thing is, Yule wants a benchmark. He wants a goal to hit. What do the numbers, the data, what do those have to look like for winter sports to begin? That Yule said. That's a question that I feel like all of us deserve that answer. We've heard it's a combination of all the metrics and the data. We need some numbers here about what numbers are currently preventing us from starting our. What are the numbers as of February 1st that are preventing us from starting now? Then, if we are able, or if we're going to fast forward all the way to February 21st, what do those numbers need to look like, Yule said. At this point, we need to know what the benchmarks are. What are the numbers? If these are going to be driven by the science and the data, as we've heard for months, I think all of us, not just the MHSAA, but that kids, coaches, that's parents, that's families, I think that all of us deserve to know what the roadmap is going to look like moving forward. That's really where the conversation needs to start. Uh, he And then he talks about, uh, I heard the same time everyone else this morning how he didn't find out until – uh, we did basically with the press conference right before the state championship. Um, and then he goes on to talk about how there's a lot. He says, there's a lot of confusion when you see our three bordering states of Indiana, Ohio, and Wisconsin have all been fully participating in winter sports for weeks. Ewell said, for folks to somehow suggest that the MHSA doesn't want to be playing winter sports right now and hasn't been fighting for this for the last two months, I'm not going to waste much time defending that position because all of our actions in the last two months have absolutely done that. He goes on to talk about the the COVID 99.8% uh, rate and says, I'm not sure how you can have much stronger data than that. That's coming from one sport that's a full contact sports and two other sports which are indoor sports. And then he finishes off saying, we believe at the scholastic level, we feel that it's the safest environment for kids to play given all the safety procedures and protocols that we have in place. I'm not sure kids going all over the place to play other club stuff over the next few weeks and then thinking that we can somehow be able to restart again is the best idea. He said, if the COVID numbers are a great enough concern to where we are not able to play here in state, I just think all that increased travel and mobility only makes the situation worse, not better. Thank you. Couldn't say it better myself. And I will say in that interview, I don't know if you saw it, the one that I referenced those numbers from where Johnny Kane did, he did a very good job being diplomatic because you could tell he was upset and he wanted to, and he wanted to say something, <laughs> but he did the right thing and was very diplomatic about it. Well, he has to. That's, that just comes with the territory, comes with the job. And, and trust me, uh, you think you're frustrated. Oh yeah, you think I'm frustrated? Um, imagine, imagine being there, sitting in the press box, getting ready to find out, and then someone taps you on the shoulder and goes, "Oh, hey, by the way, winter sports are delayed again." Yeah, and you're the director of the MHSAA. At 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 one of your probably the biggest event. Let, let's it's face it, it's the biggest event. Uh, of the fair or not, high school football reigns supreme and is the king of high school sports. Um, and the, the finals at Ford Field, um, the, that's that's the biggest thing of the year for the MHSAA. Um, no, no offense to any of the other sports, but they all take a back seat right. to the football finals. But you look at that, I mean, he said it better than we could. What are the, What's the benchmark? That's a great point. Okay, you need numbers to look better. What, what's better? Under 1,000 cases per day, under 2,000, uh, do we have to get a 99.9% .9 negative rate? Was that 57th kid too many? What's the number you're looking for instead of just going, nope, not safe. Why isn't it safe? Yeah. Uh, if the numbers were zero, but there's still coronavirus, would that change anything? If, if, they, if, if the numbers said it's not happening in, in high school sports – would they be allowed to play, or would they still say, yeah, but we still have so many cases a week, so many cases a day, we just can't do this? I don't know. I don't know, Dennis. And, again. Do they know? No. and <laughs> You'd it, think it, that they would, though. You think, again, and that goes back to that the, the first thing that we started in, in segment one. That press release is really thin. I mean, it's it just – the, the, the numbers it sounds like the are just goes, You don't thin. want kids to die, do you? Oh, my gosh. No, we don't. Nobody, nobody does. That's that, common sense. But that's what it reads like. It reads like someone going, oh, 
oh my, I can't believe you would suggest playing sports when there are people dying. Then give us that yes. number. And, and again, I've lost someone to COVID. Don't assume I'm sitting here saying this. I know what it feels like. Not a good feeling. Not a good feeling. Hated it. It was awful. But that's part of life. It, I mean, it, it had nothing to do with high school sports. It had nothing to do with that. Yes, it is a tragedy. It is something that I wish never would have happened. I don't know where my life would be right now because COVID's kind of flipped my world upside down, but it it just seems like they're just trying to say, oh, you just care more about sports than people dying. No. No, it doesn't. That's we've been saying all along, if if the numbers are saying that, that people are dying, right. I want to know that because then I'm going to jump on board with you and say, hey, folks, calm down. Mm-hmm. People are dying playing high school sports, and we need to just stop and put this all in focus. And you know, but that's not what they're telling but us. But why is every other state able to play? And it's not like you can look at a state, a map of the United States that have that are allowing high school sports, and a map of you know whatever party a, a, a the, the governor is, and it matches up. No. It doesn't matter right now. Maybe some took a little more, lo- a little while longer. Granted, some states like California have just been a hotbed of COVID cases, and it's been just a absolute show over there. Right but now. but even they have a game plan yes. to get going again. You look at it; it doesn't matter. You can't be like, oh well, this the no. Michigan's like the only one. Why? Why? And that press release doesn't tell me why. It gives us a bad backing of data saying that there were 42 outbreaks associated with athletics, but then you don't you include three things I don't care about. Yeah, cl- clumping clumping everything together in three and uh, uh, two things, two th- uh, commercial venues. I don't I don't know. Well, but uh, but actually no, cuz you can go ice skating. Yeah. You you can go do thing things like that. So you're giving me three things that you're not closing down, and one thing that you are closing down. But you're Clump. grouping the numbers together to pad your stats. Yeah, you're, that's like saying, Dennis, you say to me, well, and you're I, giving me numbers that are four months old. Yeah, that's like Dennis. You're going, well, I get heartburn eighty percent of the time when I eat McDonald's, Taco Bell, Burger King, and broccoli. Well, maybe one of those things isn't causing it. <laughs> yeah, definitely the Taco Bell's not causing. Yeah. It. It's the broccoli. But, but and then you give us outdated data. You're not using the most recent data. You're going at this point almost six months ago. Almost six months ago to to protect your stance. And then you say before restrictions were implemented. Yeah, what yeah. restrictions are they talking about? If they're referring to the pause, then it was in November. And I apologize if I'm completely missing this, but we have been all over high school sports since July when this idea was first born of Get Stuck on Sports. I do not remember anything changing from August to September except high school football starting. Well, I mean, and they actually they shut it down in August. So, like, they, right. it wasn't like they, they had a full month of practices and kids got – they had like Sick three days during practice. Yeah, they they practiced and they shut it down, and then they started it back up in in September. Yeah. Um. So I mean, even the, their August September numbers. What numbers? Like the the high school number to that in athletics has got to be minuscule because they didn't do anything. And if you look at August and September, the spike doesn't happen till October, which again. Had no relation to high school football. It's because people were just inside more. You weren't able to go outside and do things outside. And then, okay, if you're trying to tell me that winter sports or high school sports caused all this, you're trying to tell me that's the reason why? I'm uh, Again, uh, I, I, I guess we're, beat, we're beating the dead horse but here. But I understand be, the other Because part, I'm not buying what they're selling they said, with that argument. Yes, the outbreaks... They say the outbreaks of this magnitude. What magnitude? Again, you're being vague. 
Don't be vague. You can't be vague when you're going science, science, science. Well, what's the science? Big. Numbers, big. Numbers, bad. Give them to us. Yes. When you say outbreaks of this magnitude have the potential effect to not just the sports team but to the community where the players and coaches reside, yes, that is true. You know what else has the ability to do that? In-person learning in school. You're telling me it's going to be the hockey game that causes it and not people sitting in uh, at lunch? There are, there, are bas- there are basketball games going on in gym classes right now. That's a fact that there are people having gym classes and playing basketball, but you can't do it after school? Explain that to me. They can't. And then they try to turn it around saying, well, there's a new variant in here, so we don't want we're, – we're worried about that. Oh, I guess we're the only state with the new variant. Or the new variant only attacks high school Sports. athletes. Yes. Again. Do- doesn't attack waiters or waitresses or cooks. Doesn't attack, uh, you know – yeah, every everyday people Dealer, in, yeah, in businesses. Nope, it only attacks high school athletes. So this this whole statement is just riddled with things that don't matter, false equivalencies, all these fallacies that are just <laughs> bad. I mean, even w- such as where disease transmission cannot be completely prevented. Yes, we know that. That is that ever be- have has anyone ever? Since this started saying, we are going to completely prevent this. You know, it's been lowering the risk, lowering the risk, lowering the risk. I can't complete – plexiglass in a restaurant does not completely prevent the risk. Going to a casino and having a plexiglass thing does not completely prevent the risk. Going to a gym and working out and wiping it down afterwards and, and wearing a mask does not completely prevent the risk. Putting on a seatbelt doesn't completely – prevent the risk of an automobile accident mm-hmm. i mean i, I don't like I, I guess I, I guess i'm just going let's end the show on a positive note and congratulate uh the uh, champs from over the uh the weekend um unfortunately ugly lost uh in the division eight to, to uh, centerville 22 to nothing but i learned something about centerville and that they're really good yeah, they were really, really good. Uh, Mona Shores beat Warren De La Salle twenty-five to nineteen to win the D uh, two uh, final. De La Salle, of course, was the team that took Port here in high out mm-hmm. uh, in the uh, postseason. Uh, in D six, Montague beat Clinton forty to fourteen. In D four, Country Day, who took North Branch out um, thirteen to nothing, they beat Cadillac to win the state uh, championship. Country Day's defense. Down the, the stretch in in the playoffs and in, in the later rounds yeah. especially, unbelievable. A um, lot of good uh, defense in the state. Uh, and DC- again, maybe I'm going to apologize to anyone that listens that has any connection to Madison Heights Lanfear. That was their closest game in the playoffs. Yeah, and I called them frauds all, all the whole time. Yeah, so, so apparently they the, they were pretty the good Mac at Lanfear Bron- this yeah. year. The <laughs> Mac Bronze Rams were. Uh, we're all right. Yeah. New Lothrop beat Traverse City St. Francis 42-35 in a great game. West Bloomfield beat Davison 41 to nothing. Yeah, Davison lost like their best defensive player on like the in the beginning and also didn't have their Big 10 quarterback. Yeah. But, but uh, counts all the same. Yeah, counts all the same. Grand Rapids uh Catholic uh, Central beat Frankenmuth 48 to 21. Um and and uh and GRCC's Pretty good because we yeah. know how good Frankenmuth was, mm-hmm. um, and uh, in a game that I really enjoyed, uh, Dewitt beat River Rouge forty to thirty, and that was just the two teams going up and down the field, big play after big play. Well, Dewitt it. also ran De La Salle by like forty in the regular season. Yeah, De- Dewitt was the the real the real deal, um, and and two real good quarterbacks in that game. The River Rouge kid is going to go play at Western Michigan, and the kid from uh, Dewitt Holtz. He's still got another year left. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And, he, uh, and, and, I, and I mentioned to you, too, that kind of watching the game, especially when it's played at a venue like Ford Field, um, and you get the, the really the, the top programs in the state, it looks more like a college football game than a high school football you, game. You have a lot of college athletes out there. So. And, and, I, and I know I'm a lot uh, older than, than you, but um, high school football has changed a great deal from my first game in 1992 that I broadcast to what we do now. 
It's a completely different animal. <laughs> you, you, you might. Uh, you, you, some some kids in the the state finals were through, you know, forty times in in the game, and uh, I probably went my first four years broadcasting high school sports before I saw my fortieth pass <laughs> total in all the games. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyways, someday we'll get back to that. Uh, being the uh, discussion on the show uh, instead of uh, delays. But uh, on that note, you want the final word? Nope. Okay. So uh, we'll be back on uh, Wednesday with something. Maybe we'll have another update. Maybe I'll yell some more. Who knows? <laughs> it's it's good therapy for you. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.